Hello, everyone. This is Eric Stark with Radio Arizona RV. Today's episode is going to be about cell phone signal boosters, not Wi-Fi signal boosters, but cell phone signal boosters. So I want to welcome you to the show. This is Eric Stark with Radio Arizona RV, your best RV podcast. The podcast that is for everyone. So if you own an RV, this podcast is for you. Whether you work on your RV yourself or you pay to have it done by someone else, it's for you. Today's episode is number 85, and it is about cell phone signal boosters. So don't forget to share this episode with others, family, friends, fellow RVers, whoever it might be. And also, if you have any questions, use the contact us page at RadioArizonaRV.com. If you want to send me an email, you can use the contact us page, as I mentioned, and that's the best way to do it. Or if you have my number, give me a call. I don't mind talking to you, and I answer all the emails. So I do have a brick-and-mortar retail store, and I have several websites where I sell products. But not everything I sell or talk about, I sell online for one reason or another. But... In many cases, they are still available. I just don't have them on our websites. And also, all the links to our websites are at RadioArizonaRV.com as well. Before we get into episode 85 and talk about cell phone signal boosters, I just want to mention a couple of things. You know, during the summer, I was talking about, you know, the pandemic and the supply chain problems that are, you know, happening in the RV industry. Well, those supply chain problems have gotten better in some ways and worse in other ways. So the bottom line is, if you need an RV part or you're working on your RV, I would get what you know you're going to need while you can before we get into the deeper into summer where it might be harder to get parts. And, you know, it's it's not like a sales pitch because obviously you're not going to buy everything you need from me. But you're probably going to run into problems. I mean, we're already having problems getting product. And so we are just loading up. Like I was talking to one of our suppliers where they make a raw good for us. And they said, if you need 20 cases of this, you better get 60 because we don't know if we're going to have any throughout the summer or get what you might think you need to get through the summer. So that's exactly what we did. We quadrupled our order. And we're doing that with all of our suppliers, especially for our sewn goods and our slide-out awning fabrics. We are buying more materials to have on hand than we've ever bought before just to make sure we don't run out. And the RV parts and accessories are becoming the same way. It's just like last summer. We're getting there. You know, they're showing our suppliers show a lot of inventory right now on some things. But I know once it gets busy... And they sell out as long as this pandemic continues and supply chain problems, you know, shortage of, of shipping containers, shortages of trans, uh, uh, chassis to transport the containers, ships stuck in canals around the world, whatever it might be. There's going to be problems. The pandemic has not gone away and it's still posing problems. So buy things if you think you're going to need it, not even RV related. You know, if you think you're going to want a camera or whatever for your this summer, I would certainly buy it. If the budget is there, buy it. Buy it while you can. And when they're available is when you want to buy it because you're not settling for something else. I was looking for something the other day online. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, a tire changer. We're going to start getting into tires here. So I was looking for some tire machines, right? And nobody has them in stock. So all of a sudden I find myself, do I want to settle or do I want to wait? And I decided to wait because I'm not going to settle for something I don't want. And the company reassured me that the their equipment order is on land in the U.S. They're just waiting for it to get to them. 
So that's good. It's on land in the U.S. So that means something. Now, it might be in a port, but it's still in the U.S. It's better than being on the water someplace. Make sure of what you want and then buy it in advance if possible. That way you're not having to settle for something you don't want. All right. So that's enough of the pandemic-related things. I'm sure we're all getting tired of it. You know, it's just nonstop. So now let's talk about something that's fun, right? Your RV. And cell, cell phone signal boosters are actually go beyond your RV. You can put them in your car, whatever your daily transport is. If you're going on vacation or a weekend trip and you're not bringing your RV. So there's options there. Just think about this. You're driving down the road and you're basically in the middle of nowhere. There's no one around. There's no gas stations. There's no service stations. There's no tire shops. There's nothing. Not even a house. But yet there is somewhat of a cell phone signal. Maybe it's not great. You kind of see a bar coming and going, but you know there's cell phone service. Then all of a sudden, your vehicle stops running. And it doesn't matter if you're in your car by yourself or you're pulling a trailer, a motorhome, but it stops running. You know, you coast off to the side of the road and that thing will not restart. You do your basic checks, whatever it might be, check for spark, fuel, you know, maybe you ran out of gas, you know, you do some basic stuff and you, you finally surmise that I'm going to have to call for help. You get out your cell phone and, you know, you really don't have service. It starts to ring, then it goes away. You know, it starts to ring again, goes away. Someone answers and they can't hear what you're saying. And you're like, oh, you're, you just want to scream, help, I need help. <laughs> but it doesn't do any good because they can't hear you because of the service. You're just not getting the signal. Well, that's where a cell phone signal booster comes in. Not just in an emergency situation, but in so many campgrounds that just aren't situated someplace where they have the greatest service. Now, if there's no cell phone service in the area, it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't exist. So you don't want a cell phone signal booster if there's no service there. But if there's service there, you need one. Now, to put my money where my mouth is, I actually bought one. And I bought it through one of my suppliers. So it's not like it was given to me because I do the podcast and I'm talking about this particular brand. That's not the case at all. So I bought one and I'm going to try this out. And also to let you know, I have not been a fan of any kind of booster. Cell phone boosters, Wi-Fi boosters. Because, you know, the technology has not been there, at least not in my estimation. So I've stayed away from them. People ask me about them. I'm like, no, nope, don't touch it. So I, I'm correcting myself in one way because the brand I'm going to talk about has been around for a while and it rocks. It does a great job. And I didn't try any other brands. I decided to make phone calls, do research, and this is the brand that I ended up buying and testing, and now I'm going to talk about it. So if I'm talking about it, that means it worked, and it worked well. You have to be cautious of what you buy. And another thing, too, is customer service. You can buy a cell phone booster on Amazon, let's say, and, you know, it might be half the price of what you're going to pay anywhere else. But are you going to have customer service? Remember, it's Amazon. Amazon does not have customer service to speak of. So if you have questions, technical difficulties, you can't go to Amazon. Their only solution is return it. 
that may not be the solution. Maybe it's just something you're doing wrong and you know that and you just need some help. Then you have to try to contact the company. And I know some of these companies that sell on Amazon just do not have customer support. I remember buying something a few months ago and it was like, this is ridiculous. So I just returned it because they had no customer support. It was just this endless loop of circles on their websites and forget it, returned it, bought a different brand, moved on. The brand that I'm talking about is made by Wilson Electronics and the brand is called WeBoost and they have different ones for different situations or applications, whether it's a truck, a boat, an RV, a car, a semi, whatever it might be. One of the big differences, the antenna configurations, whether it's for an RV or whether it's for a car. Now, the one I bought was for a, you know, a car slash pickup truck. And so I've been using it and works absolutely great. It improves the signal. Now, you're not going to go from one bar to five bars. What it's going to do is it's going to allow you to have a better connection to make a phone call, or maybe you're trying to download a document, check an email. It's going to allow you to do that. So it's not going to, you know, miraculously go from one bar to five bars and the best reception you've ever had. It's going to allow you to finish the business you need to do. So like if you're broke down on the road, like I talked about, it's going to allow you to make a phone call, receive phone calls, and get yourself out of that situation. Or if you're in a campground, it's going to allow you to communicate with family and friends if that's what you want to do. You know, sometimes when you go away for a weekend, that's the best time to get rid of stuff off your to-do list, things like that. Oh, I need to call mom, need to call my brother, need to call so-and-so. You can sit around, just chat out in the sun or by a river, do whatever, right? So it's a good time to do that. One thing that impressed me about WeBoost or Wilson Electronics is I called them before I ever bought it. And I was pretty just straightforward with them. I said, you know, I really believe you guys are just selling, you know, snake oil here. You know, I, and the guy said, okay, that's fine. They said, so tell me what makes you guys so different. I mean, I don't believe these things work. I don't believe Wi-Fi boosters work. I don't believe any of this stuff works. You know, I'm a never believer. And he's okay. So he starts talking about it. And I, and I said, all right, so anybody can say that, you know, telling me how it works and blah, 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 and getting into it and all these details that really don't mean anything to me. But the thing that stood out was they were on the phone and it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't like being on hold for 30 minutes. They didn't bump me around to this person, to that person. Pretty straightforward. And this was a salesperson. You know, his job is to sell. And his job at this point in time was to tell me about their product and tell me why it's better than the others. It wasn't to necessarily put that hard sales pitch on me because he, he knew he has had a tough customer. So he explained everything. He goes, you know what? Let me send you or transfer you to the technical support and they'll be able to help you better. They'll be able to answer your questions better than I ever could. And he did. And I right through. And I called him several times over several weeks. And every time it's the same thing, friendly, helpful, and you get right through. One of the things that kind of separates Wilson Electronics or the WeBoost from other brands is they own patents for all sorts of different points and processes and things on their signal boosters. They're ahead of the curve because they're inventing the technology. That means if they buy a patent on it and 
King, you know, who makes antennas and satellite dishes, which they make great products. If they come out with one, well, they did. They might not be able to make it as well because the technology they need has been patented and they can't access it. Or if they do access it, they're paying for it. They're buying it from Wilson Electronics. So if they're paying extra for it, that means they are going to have to skimp someplace else more than likely to make theirs work okay. So they might be cutting a corner. Now, I'm not saying King is, that's for sure. But looking at King, looking at Wilson, and looking online at some of the other brands, Wilson Electronics is the one that I decided to choose. And I'm glad I did. You know, it has worked flawlessly. And in the beginning, there's a few little adjustments I had to make, which, you know, it's right there in the manual that tells you that you need to do this, like having the outside antenna a little further away from the inside antenna. You know, if it's right on the edge of the roof and your inside antenna is right at the windshield then or a piece of glass where they can, you know, see each other, then it's not going to work. So you have to have some separation there. And, you know, when I was talking to them on the phone, they explained that to me as well. And that's probably the biggest thing that you have to make sure you do. So it has an outside antenna and an inside antenna. So that's two wires plus your power supply. So depending on your vehicle, you got to consider that. Now the outside antenna is real small, the cable's real small, and it just closes in the door, everything's fine. So depending on how you're going to use this, like if it was for, you know, a car or truck, you know, are you going to leave it in there all the time or just when you know you're going to, you know, be going someplace and you need to use it? So that's going to vary, and you're going to have to just look at it and really decide for yourself how you'd want to use that. And the RV ones are a little bit different. They're more on a permanent basis, if you will. You can get the WeBoost RV one. And you know, on their website, they call it one thing. Catalogs, it's called another. It's a little confusing. But these are about 650 bucks, And it comes with um, a bracket that you mount to your, or a pole that you mount to your antenna, or excuse me, your, uh, your ladder on your RV, then it has a little antenna that's attached to it. Then you have your inside antenna. Then you have the box itself. So the RV ones, you know, the particular model I'm talking about is designed for when your RV's parked. It's not designed for when your RV's going down the road. And that's fine. You know, sometimes you can have good cell reception all the way till you get to your campground. Then it kind of fades away. You go off the road a mile or something, and it, it's not so good. And so there you go. That problem solved. So a campground, maybe you've been avoiding because of poor cell service. Maybe now you could go there and enjoy it because you're, you have a signal booster and it's going to bring in that cell reception like you want it. And, you know, for me, if I'm going someplace, there's no cell phone service, then that's it. There's no cell phone service. I don't care. But if I'm going someplace and I know I can have it, I would just as soon have it. Why not? You know, if making phone calls, an emergency, whatever it might be, like I said earlier, just getting things off the to-do list, calling certain people, you know, text messaging, you're in contact. But if I know it's, it's not there, then I don't worry about it. It's not going to be the end of my trip. Or, And I know technology is important to a lot of people, and they have to have their phones because of business, things like that, or family. So this affords you that opportunity to do your camping in a little different way because you can now have cell service there. So the WeBoost ones, which are at wilsonsignalbooster.com, you can check them out. You're going to probably be looking at $500 to $650, depending on which model you want. And we do sell them in my store, and the prices are a little bit better than what they are online. 
and there's no shipping of court. Well, and there's, yeah, there's no shipping. So, you know, you can save a few bucks, but anyway, and by the way, shipping, things like that do change, you know, cost of things change. And with the pandemic, everything's changing constantly. You know, all of our shipping policies from our suppliers has changed. Everything is, it makes it tougher to do business. So you can't hold us to the fire when you call, you know, depending on when you hear this podcast, you know, things might change. And I'm not saying it will tomorrow, but things do change. So to give you perspective, we're in April of 2021. So if you listen to this April of 2022, yeah, it'll be different. Hopefully for better, but probably not. <laughs> so the pandemic's become an excuse for everybody to change stuff. And we just have to go with the flow. And we try not to do that. Like on our slide out awning fabrics, we're trying to hold our price. In fact, we're buying in larger quantities from different companies, trying to just reduce the price so we don't have to race it, you know. But anyway, cell phone signal booster. So if you buy one for your RV that's just for your RV when it's stationary, that's exactly as how it sounds. You get to the campground, you set it up, and you're not going anywhere, and it works, and, mul and multiple devices can connect to it for a better service. Now, like the one I bought for my vehicle, you know, I can be driving down the road, I can be stationary, and for me, that's what I decided to do. Um, when I go RVing around here, most of the places just flat out don't have cell service, so it's not going to matter. And as you're gradually getting out of it, well, it doesn't matter unless you have a, a vehicle problem. But if you're pulling a trailer, you know, and you have a problem with your trailer, you can just disconnect and drive your truck back until you can call, you know, so there's variables there. So my point is, look at it for your application and think about it. You really might not need one in your vehicle all the time. Like if you live in, you know, a, a big area like Los Angeles, Chicago, or just cell phone services everywhere, then that really wouldn't be what you need. The one for getting out of town when you're parked someplace might be the one that you need the most and not have to hassle with something in your car all the time and intent on the roof, you know? So look at the options on what your needs are. And everybody's a little bit different. And it's not like you have, you know, two or 300 choices here. You have, you know, two, three or four choices. But just think about that after you purchase it. You know, it's a big purchase, 500 to $650. You know, it's a, a chunk of money. And especially for if it's something you're not using all the time. So it might be hard to spend that money. But, you know, I look at it this way. A lot of places where I go in Montana, driving down the road, cell phone service gets sketchy. And there's another device I've been thinking about getting that's made by Magellan, and there's also one made by Spot, S-P-O-T. Magellan has a GPS system that you can text message with. So you can send and receive text messages, and you can buy the, the service on a monthly basis. You don't have to pay for a year at a time. You can just pay for the month that you want to use it for or two months or whatever it might be. So that was a, a pretty good alternative for this. You know, it's about the same money, a little bit cheaper, but then you're paying for the monthly fee. So over time, it, it evens out or actually becomes more expensive. But it's a GPS too, which you can use that, which is pretty cool. Like I still have it rolling around in the back of my head that I might get one. Then Spot is kind of the same thing. They have different variations. It used to be real simple, just a little device that would just kind of, you could send a message, you could receive a message, but it was real limited. They've expanded it, they've grown, and it's much more friendlier and usable today. 
but I know more about the Magellan and their service because that's one just for me, it would be a better fit. But the cell phone signal booster, now on most of the roads I go on, there is poor cell service. And if I needed help, I know with this, I'm going to be able to get that help. But I also know there are some spots in Montana where there's just no cell service at all. And so hopefully you get through there without a problem. And what I think is pretty cool too, if this, the one I have is very portable, it just plugs into your cigarette lighter. The magnet on the roof is held on, or I mean the antenna on the roof is held by a magnet. So if there was somebody driving down the road that I felt comfortable with and they said, hey, you know, I'll drive you up ahead where there's cell, cell servers are all back down the road and you can make some phone calls. You could literally just take this out of your car and put it in theirs. Like I said, you know, you have to feel comfortable and go to where the service is, you know, rather than driving 50 miles, you might only have to drive five miles, you know, or 10 miles, whatever it might be. So if they're willing to help, it certainly makes it easier for them. So there's options here. You can do things with it. And that's just my thinking on it. Because, you know, sometimes you're going down the road and, you know, you get a flat or, you know, your car overheats or your RV stops running or leaf spring brakes on your trailer and you're stuck. And there's nothing worse than having to rely on somebody driving by and flagging them down or hoping they stop because now you're at their mercy. And you don't know what's going to happen. People today are a little bit different than they were yesterday. The world we live in is changing rapidly. So safety for us and our families should be important to us. And I'm not trying to guilt you into this. It's just reality. So now if you have a problem, you can at least call for some help. You know, if a car does stop and, you know, you know, you don't need a ride. No, we're good. You know, our cell phone, we're on our phone right now, calling AAA or calling whoever, calling the highway patrol, whatever it might be. So, you know, you've you got to think about the bigger picture with some of these things. And yes, it's not something you're going to use all the time or maybe not use all the time as far as, you know, if you have the RV version, you're only going to use it when you're using your RV. If you have the version for your vehicle, well, you might only need it when you're in certain areas, not every day, though, depending on where you live. But WeBoost is the brand. You know, I can go on forever, I think, but, you know, I can do that about just about anything. If you're interested in them, you know, look at WeBoost. If you decide you don't want it, then that's fine. If you choose another brand because of one or two things or better, you know, you feel there's better features, better customer service then go ahead and choose that brand. Just be, you know, just be a, a good, diligent shopper. And on, you know, WeBoost website, it says it works with 3G and 4G. And I noticed a box I just got in for some new product. It showed 5G on there. Although 5G is so far away in the future. I mean, I know it's coming out in places, but it's going to be years before everybody's on 5G. It's just like 4G. It took years to get on 4G. And 5G is supposed to be the end all, but everything's backwards compatible. If you buy a cell phone today, you don't have to buy a 5G phone. And if you do and you're in a 4G area and there's no 5G, that 5G phone just works backwards. So 5G is not really available everywhere and the phone companies know it. And so they've dealt with that. So, but this is 5G according to their box. And when I bought mine, they said it was 5G, but I wasn't even concerned because where we, I live in Montana, 5G is going to be years down the road. So it's not even a concern of mine. You know, I just want my phone to work when I want it to work. So I'm going to stop there, talk that to death. So another thing that I mentioned was 
trailer tires and then I'm going to start selling them in my business. So we're waiting on equipment right now. I've done my research and I know the tires that I want to carry. I've got all my suppliers lined up, got the tire sizes I want. I'm going to carry wheels and tires. So no matter what situation a traveler is in with a trailer, hopefully we're going to be able to take care of it. And we're going to be reasonable and honest. And that's nice for a tire shop. <laughs> Although we're not going to be truly a tire shop. It's going to be part of the business model here. And I bring this up. It has nothing to do with cell phone signal boosters. That's for sure. Well, it does. If you get a blowout, then you'll be wishing you had a cell phone signal booster if you can't call anybody. It's because I've been asked recently what tire brand I really want to get behind. And I forget the listener's name. And he sent me an email asking, you know, what brand am I behind? And, and um, at that point, I just really wasn't sure. And, you know, Goodyear Marathon was the first thing that comes to mind. But, you know, Goodyear Marathons have a horrible reputation. But the more I thought about that, they really aren't a bad tire, even though I've never owned them. But listening to the complaints, it really hit home with me that it's actually the the owner of the trailer that is the problem and not the tire itself. Now, let me explain that. Trailer tires have a tendency or trailers have a tendency of sitting. You know, you might use it in the summer, maybe three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times, but it sits all winter long. And those tires sit on one spot. And it's not good for them to do that. And trailer tires pretty much only last between three and five years. That's kind of the number. And so once you get to three years, you know, how far past three years are you going to get to go? And that's kind of a, a guessing game. And depending on how you use your RV, you might just go ahead and, hey, I'm going to run these things for five years or six years until one of the tires blows out, whatever it might be. As I say that, the blowout is the problem because it usually causes more damage than just a tire going bad and you have to replace it. But anyway, so in this conversation with um, this listener, gosh, I wish I could remember his name. Um, really nice guy. But he, you know, what brand you get behind? And so I was kind of, you know, well, you know, it depends on what you're doing. A lot of times tire shops have brands that are really good. But giving it more thought and really digging into this, and talking to Goodyear, after I got off the phone with Goodyear, I'm like, man, I need to go buy some of their tires just because. And hopefully something will go wrong with them so I can call them back and see how they're going to take care of the warranty because this person was great, you know. <laughs> That's how good their customer service was. And I thought, you know what? That's the brand, the Goodyear Endurance. And that's the brand I'm going to sell as my quality tire. Then I have a couple other brands that I'm going to sell as the lesser quality for the guy who's just traveling local, isn't going on long trips, and that's what the Goodyear Endurance is. That's for the guy who's using his RV. He's going to probably wear out the tires before they, you know, fall apart on them. You know, he's going to wear out the tread. So the Goodyear Endurance is the tire. And if you don't use your RV a lot, that might not be the tire for you. Because, you know, they go bad when they sit. And that's what I was saying earlier. So it depends on how you use your RV. But if you want to get a tire and you're thinking about it, you're not sure, and, you know, that Goodyear Marathon's rolling around in your mind because you've heard about them, 
you know, the stories you've heard are people that have trailers that sit, the tires aren't maintained, they're not kept at full pressure. And talking to Goodyear dealers, they feel the same way that the tire was a good tire. It was just trailers in general are hard on tires. So if you're going to be using your trailer quite a bit, the Goodyear Endurance tire is the tire that I get behind. And that's the tire that I will put on my trailer in the future when I need tires. And it's the tire I'm going to be pushing in my shop as the premier tire for trailers. And always remember, trailer tires are different than truck tires and car tires. And there's a reason why. I can't get into it now. We've already come into, or come into the end of the, the time here. You know, I try to keep these at 30 minutes or so. But I do have a previous episode on trailer tires. So you can listen to that in much more detail than what I just gave here. But the point of that was the Goodyear Endurance Tire. If you have any questions about the Goodyear Endurance Tire, you can go to their website. Or you can call me or contact me using the Radio Arizona RV contact us page. Be more than happy to answer your questions. So we've come to the end of this episode about cell phone signal boosters. I want to thank you for listening. And again, this is Eric Stark with Radio Arizona RV, and we will see you next time.